Hey guys, so as you know, I'm back from my Caribbean cruise. I've hit the ground running. I haven't even unpacked yet, but one thing I never want to get behind in are my workouts and my nutrition. And that's why I'm really excited to tell you about Factor meal delivery plan that I'm trying out this week. Oh my gosh, so delicious. I'm currently doing the chef's choice and I just had the tamale vegetarian bowl. So delicious, nutritious, easy, only two minutes. How can you beat that? But there's some other great options. All of the meals, though, are dietitian approved and chef made. You can choose up to 35 different options, things like flexitarian, protein plus, vegetarian, all great options for you to consider and more. There's so many great add-ons you can do. You should get started this week. Like I said, they're only two-minute meals packed up with Factors restaurant quality meals that are ready to heat up and eat wherever you are. They've got great snacks, smoothies, and my favorite, the wellness shots. Ooh, I just did one lemon, apple, ginger, turmeric. I just took it before the gym. I feel like it's detoxing. So great to have these in your fridge, ready to go to keep you not getting sick. No time for that. So sign up and save. Factor's done the math for you. Factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is delicious. I can attest to that. Factor is one of the best options you can try right now because it's fast, it's easy, flexible to your schedule, and you can get as many meals as you want from 6 to 18 per week. You can also reschedule, put them on hold. They work with your schedule. There's no prep, no mess, easy breezy. Here's the thing. Head to factormeals.com tags50 and use tags50 to get 50% off. That's code Tags 50 at factormeals.com slash tags 50 to get 50% off. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What is going on? You are listening to Tag's podcast, a.k.a. Talk About Gay Sex. This is episode 216 on this Biden-Harris victory. Wow, you guys. Let me just introduce Jeremy Ross Lopez. How you doing? Hey, hey, hey. Lincoln, you are in California. I am in California. I saw the beginning of them winning in New York and more of them now here in California. Oh my gosh, we have to talk about this election real quick. How and what were you guys doing? What Saturday was such a treat, I think in so many ways. The celebrations were going on around the country. People were literally dancing in the streets. Around How? the globe. Did you hear Around the, 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 the chimes that they did in Paris? Um, it, yeah, around the world. I felt like it was a really elongated, climactic, orgasmic come <laughs> shoot that we all needed yeah. to happen. It was very tantric. It was like, no, no, election day is not just Tuesday. We're just going to make you wait, 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 wait. And to happen on a beautiful day around the 
the world, which seemed like weather was amazing, was a beautiful orgasm to this finish. How did you feel about it, Jeremy? I was like in shock and awe and I was just so happy and relieved. And uh, I have a few family members that voted in the other way. And Ooh. I just loved kind of rubbing it in their face, to be honest. <laughs> did you actually rub it in their face? <laughs> of course I did. I have a gay cousin that uh, voted for that orange thing. I remember you talked about yeah. that gay cousin. And it's so weird because one of the stories I was going to bring up to you that I nixed because I thought, you know, we don't need to talk about that, is all of these LGBTQ or mainly gay Republicans or gays for Trump that mm -hmm. I just can't really fathom, but yet I know they exist because I believe the stories that I read about them. And here yeah. you on our own show have somebody that it's one thing if you just said a family member, but a gay cousin who I understand is younger, correct? Yeah. I mean, he's like 24 years old. What is his reasoning behind that? I really don't know. I mean, he's an architect, and I don't know if he believes that Trump may get him to pay less taxes and keep more money. I have no oh. idea, but I don't really... I, so he makes you know, over 400000 a year. Wow. He's really yeah. successful. I know, right? He definitely doesn't. <laughs> oh, my God. That is a whole thing to unpack. I am glad that you did rub it in his face. Of Very course. cool. <laughs> Lincoln, I know, talk a little bit about, I know you're in California and mom, we talked about it on the show. We want to check in with that. Has it been a little, has your moods been up and down? Like in one sense, you know, obviously super excited. And then obviously having to go back to mom who tell us, update I, us. I can't win. I, I just like so many people this year. So I'm certainly not, I know I'm not alone and I'm not complaining. I'm just sharing, but um yeah, I, I was all over the news from Tuesday to Wednesday, Wednesday to Thursday. I'm a news junkie, and I've really yep. hated the news in the past four years. So to see hope and to see numbers and math and people with intellect and the odds, and, and I'm so proud of the way the vote was handled. I mean, every single state went by the rules as much as, you know, we, it wasn't perfect, but it mm -hmm. seems like it was so well done. And, um, you know, I'm learning more and more about our democracy and about the way the vote is handled. And did you know that most states do a recount anyway? So when they no. say we're having a recount, like over half of the states do a recount automatically. It's part of their system. So and oh, when they do a that. recount, yeah, isn't that crazy? Like, that's what I mean by I'm learning. And I, I love learning. Yes. About our democracy. About our democracy. Things are done right and about you know, so much. And, um, and by the way, when they recount, the, the <laughs> average difference in a recount is 400 votes throughout what? the years. So when they do recount, it's about four to 800 that they're off one way or another. that they may be yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which... It's not like 25,000, which is why demanding a recount when you're 25,000 away from winning is a little ridiculous. <laughs> so, right. I woke up on Saturday morning and my my mother was unresponsive in California and I was on the phone with a doctor and a nurse and her blood pressure was very, very, very low. And it just pulled it all out of me that the whole day I was just dumb because uh. even because so, so I went 
to the gym and I tried to work out and I said, okay, I'm just going to go to California. And literally I'm, I'm Googling where to get a COVID test before I leave while people started yelling, screaming. And I couldn't even be present to it because I was trying to book a flight and get a dog. And I, yeah. so, I, I mean, I don't want to rain on anyone's parade because this really is a time for celebration. And yeah. at the same time, it's the middle of a friggin' pandemic. And I yes. think it's ridiculous to be out on the streets with strangers. I did have some people, I, you know, I had some people that invited me down to Stonewall and stuff. And my very good friend, Melvin, who's a, a listener of the show and loves this show. So I'm glad I get, whenever I get to say his name, I always get excited because he loves our podcast like crazy. He came and picked me up with Peter and we were actually able to drive around New York City and watch people's reaction without being in it. Nice. And, and it was beautiful. And then we drove back to my house and we all watched both speeches, which, you know, it, it was such a weird weekend because I would start crying because I was so happy. And then realize I was actually crying because I'm worried about my mom and then start crying because a black woman is our vice president and then start crying because my mother can't even real really realize that that's what's happening. It's just, it's been a, uh, it's been a, a 48 hours. A roller coaster. So yeah. yeah, I got on a plane in Newark, New Jersey on Sunday. Again, the flight packed, no center seat empty. People pulling down their masks to eat their food and and uh, and then um, instead of I, I live about forty five minutes out away from SFO. There are no flights into Oakland direct. They're all into SFO, and I actually rented a car to drive to my mom's house because I didn't want to take Bart and I didn't want to trust an Uber. Right. So to sit in a car with a stranger for an hour to get to Concord to get to Concord Walnut Creek. So it's just been, you know, I'm really happy. I'm now digging deep into what Giuliani is doing and what they're saying and and all of that. So it will all flush out. But I got to say, the fact that there's now a plan for COVID, I don't know if you guys have seen the Biden transition website, but they broke it into four parts. The the new administration is going to go after COVID, um, equity, uh, like Black Lives Matter, COVID, the economy and one other thing that I can't remember right now. But so I'm just glad that there's organization and more than anything, I'm glad that there will be a dog back in the white house. Biden has two dogs, they're rescue dogs, which is even more awesome. And I can't wait to, to, to see the tradition of, of our politics back at the forefront. Very exciting. I hear you. Absolutely. It was such a celebratory day. I had so much fun just basking in it all. Um, You know, let's get into some hot gay sex topics. And one of them was gay bars actually stepped up, uh, two of them in particular, one where you're at in San Francisco, the Eagle San Francisco, and they held these places where you could vote. So Metro Source reported on this and it was, I loved it. It said, let's not mince words. The year 2020 can cram it with hot sauce, they write. We are so over the pandemic and the bitter politics that have divided us during these past several months. It's enough to drive us to drink. Unfortunately, our favorite bars are closing at an alarming rate. But two sacred queer spaces recently experienced a patriotic makeover 
We're already standing at attention just thinking about it. Buddy's Bar in Houston, Texas, transformed into a political place to meet the surging demands of the civic-minded citizens in the hotly contested landscape of Harris County. And their motto on election day was vote in front, party in the back. So versatile. We love it. Um, and that we're all very excited about the whole process, exclaimed the owner, Chris Berry. It's been wonderful. The reception has been overwhelm- overwhelmingly positive. The poll workers are excited. There's a lot of great energy. And then um, the Eagle has always been a place to bring the community together as well. So being a, pol- a polling place is part of our mission, explained owner Alex Montiel. Um Nuzzled suggestively in a prominent musky crevice of the Soho Soma neighborhood, the Eagle features decor that is rugged, and they had an election party where you could vote, hang out. I just think it's so important to that. Do you think, Jeremy, that our all of us, there was a record number of people that voted? If you make it available for the masses, for everybody, for people in our LGBTQ world, Jeremy, do you think that people will come out and vote like they have in these bars? I do. I think it's really helpful. And I think it's important to do such a thing. And I think making it accessible and known that you have the right to vote and just getting your voice heard is so important. And I think it's excellent that establishments do that. And, uh, create that environment that feels like a safe space as well. Absolutely. And, and Lincoln, what do you think about this? Because, you know, so many of our bars are closing, unfortunately, and there is so much at stake. Even when Biden and Harris are official in January, they've got a, laund- a major, more than a laundry list of things that they have to implement. You were just talking about COVID as their number one, which is so necessary. But the Trump administration has done so much to set our LGBTQ rights, mainly a lot for the trans community, but for a lot of us, that it's great to see like bars like this. Bars used to be about community, communing, and not just for drinking, for a lot of things. So I think it's refreshing. What do you think, Lincoln? I love it. I think that the Eagle, um, first of all, the Eagle in New York is my community center in New York City. There is no if and or but about it. I love our center down um, uh, in the West Village, but it's very much about AA meetings and CA meetings. And um, there's not a lot of, it's not like the Eagle to me. So I've always called the Eagle in New York, my community center. I love that they're doing it here in San Francisco because the Eagle here in San Francisco is like 80% outside. Right. So there's a huge backyard. There's a huge, you know, that most of the bar is outside and we are still in the middle of a pandemic. You know, when I when I say that, you know, the voting went off without a hitch and it sounds like everything's being counted right. Standing in line for five hours is not efficient or going off without a hitch. We have a lot to do with our voting system. And I think Stacey Abrams is going to rise to the top to help change that. And the first thing, she, and 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 the other thing I wanted to say, Stephen, Biden and Harris have a lot to do. We all have a lot to do. Mm-hmm. You know, when Obama got elected, he said, "I did not do this. You did this, and I cannot do this alone. We all have to do this." 
and he invited everyone to do some community service in one way, shape, or another. I think we're back there again. I think that everyone needs to try and either become more politically active in any way they can, no matter what side of the fence you're on. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We need to be more involved. It's our democracy. Absolutely. 100% agree. Well, you know, as we were all celebrating Saturday, I was also looking forward not only to the Biden-Harris speech, which was amazing. I watched Kylie Minogue, like I was telling you offline. I was having a dancing party with our other co-host, Cody. It was a lot of fun. And But I wanted to watch Saturday Night Live. As you can imagine, their opening skit featured um, just an amazing skit with Alec Baldwin, of course. And it was just so much fun. I'm not sure if you guys saw it, but no. I'm curious to know, Dave Chappelle was the host and he's been getting some backlash and I saw it and I'm curious to know what you guys think. He made a joke. He said a lot of things in his opening, but he made a joke that about Freddie Mercury and AIDS, which did not go over very well. The comedian hosted Saturday's episode of the sketch comedy, and he won some praise, like I said, for his commentary on race, the coronavirus and Donald Trump. But he had an insensitive, outdated and offensive joke about AIDS as lodged in the minds of LGBT plus viewers, Chappelle mocked Donald Trump for contracting COVID-19 in October, saying it was hilarious. Then he goes, Trump getting coronavirus was like when Freddie Mercury got AIDS. Nobody was like, well, how did he get it? And I remember watching it on the repeat or just out later, and I was almost stunned and shocked and wondering, wait, did he just say what I thought? Did he just talk about AIDS and how Freddie Mercury got it? Because obviously Freddie Mercury slept with men back in that day and got it. How insensitive do you think that is, Jeremy, to, to say something? Or do you think it's just outdated? I mean, I just think it's too left field and I don't wish Corona on anyone, even Trump. And I... Uh, just don't think that it's also a very valid comparison and yeah they're completely different on how you get them when we yeah very ignorant comment and not funny if you had seen the response there weren't a lot of people laughing no there uh, weren't i i did watch it right after as soon as i could and and i love the opening and by the way just side note the opening of saturday night live that happened three hours after Biden and Kamala spoke, and they had Kamala's outfit down. Did you catch they that? They did. It they was like three hours word. after There's... the speech. How is that possible that they You had... know, they got a little inside word. <laughs> I wonder. Um, I do think that the joke was outdated. I also thought Dave Chappelle was really nervous, which he said, I'm really nervous. Really? Um, I thought he seemed... Uh, unresponsive almost he had a cigarette in his hand he looked yeah. kind of off and like almost like he didn't care to me not yeah. nervous but interesting that you got nerves out of that well he said he was nervous okay. and, I, and he i could tell he was very he seemed to me very shy you know how some people get nervous and they get shy like he wasn't owning the stage and to be the host but he wrote that joke which is so yeah, outdated totally yeah, I just thought, oh, that was, it made me, I was talking to a friend of mine later the next day, and she was like, oh, 
he's been off for a while. <laughs> so I was like, really? Okay. I mean, uh, yeah, he might be off my list for quite some time. <laughs> for sure well let's just report on uh, last week's poll when we asked people are you looking forward to the revamped and relaunched playgirl magazine making a comeback and every it was a unanimous not really (laughs) i know i was like all right guys (laughs) um should porn stars like quinn query and rocky vallarta and since we reported there's been a few others who've come out um, who have spoken, tweeted out on COVID, being COVID exhausted. Should We asked, should they be blocked for their irresponsible remarks? Um, most of you said absolutely, but there were there was a small percentile said, no, they can say what they want. And our final question, did Lady Gaga miss the mark on her election poll PSA directed at flyover states looking like rednecks? Uh, yeah, unanimous. Missed the mark. So, sorry, guys. <laughs> that was our poll. We'll be doing a poll on this week's topic. So, I want to get into it. Um, you know, in New Mexico, Roger Montoyo was running for the GOP. So, the GOP failed in its attempt to derail the campaign of Roger Montoyo by dredging up his history in gay porn. So this New Mexico Democrat triumphed in his race in House District 40, besting Republican opponent Justin Salazar. Um, Despite the attacks, the 59-year-old politician pledged to work across the aisle when he assumes office. As I prepare to serve in the New Mexico State House of Reps, I pledge to build bridges with my colleagues, regardless of political divide. Montoyo faced pressure to drop out of his campaign last month after allegations from a right-wing media source, Pinon Post, that he engaged in unprotected sex in multiple gay films using the name Joe Savage and Eric Martinez. And in a response statement, Montoyo confirmed that he had appeared in two adult films as a 22-year-old struggling college student and dancer in L.A. nearly 40 years ago in a very different time and climate. And he's quoted as saying, I'm not proud of that choice as I was young and naive, but those experiences helped me to understand the exploitations young people face. Montoyo stated, those experiences do not reflect who I am and they are insignificant in the scope of my life's work. Yet, they helped inspire in my dedication to my community and the work I do to make sure that youth have opportunities, support, and confidence. And he's been a really big community activist as he was diagnosed, I was reading in another article, in 1985. He was a professional dancer in New York, and he became HIV positive. And since then, he's been, he's held several different uh, community He's like a community activist for the HIV community. He speaks out for them. He has classes on being HIV positive. And more recently, he's been doing a lot of work with youth in his community. I mean, we're probably going to see a lot of this as the Biden-Harris victory. But Jeremy, what do you think? I mean, should somebody be bringing up someone's gay past, porn past, 40 years ago? Should that even matter today no i agree with him i believe it's insignificant and i mean it's just like a a very blip on the radar of his life and what has taken place and i just think it's like irrelevant and a waste of time to even 
like on when it comes to someone's repertoire. And what do you think about today? If you know, we hear so much more back then, forty years ago, you would never have heard from someone like him, a porn star, speak out. Nowadays, not always good, like we reported on in our poll. Mm -hmm. But there are some that we love on this show that we always talk about. Boomer Banks comes to mind Mm -hmm. that are doing such positive things. And do you think that somebody like a Boomer Banks, for example, who's does great porn, but also is an activist, do you think he could, like the world would be ready for somebody like that to run for office? Would he be accepted? I mean, I don't necessarily think so, but I mean, I wouldn't doubt it. it it's an, I, I, I don't know. I think that it's a possibility. I really think because of our previous president, anything can happen. And yeah, true. Good point. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. I mean, people are, we, you know, we had a president that was talking about grabbing women by the vagina. Come on, let's be serious. Uh, right? Yeah. I well, think it depends no on what the experience pos- whatsoever. What was that, Jeremy? Right. Like no political experience whatsoever. So exactly. This guy, Robert Montoya, has had years of developing his political spectrum and legacy. And it's mm-hmm. everybody has some sort of past, but last I checked, it's not illegal to do porn. I don't know, Lincoln, what are your thoughts on all this? No, and, I think and- it depends on what he would be running for. You know, he oh, might be boomer, yeah. For, boomer, yeah, whoever it is, well, boomer or yes, or whoever else joins, you know, like I just said, we all need to be more politically active. If that means someone wants to run for office in a district that they know what those people are going through and they can make significant change, it doesn't care what they did in their past because they have a platform and a mission and an intention to make change that's better for all of us. That's better for the greater good, which is the point. I mean, I know we all lost the focus of that over the past four years, but if we're not doing stuff for the greater good and only for our own pocketbook, that that's very 2020, I think. Well, then to your (laughs) point, I think this Roger Montoyo did exactly what he got involved, has been involved. That's why I think he won. It's quoted as saying here, Montoyo is a community organizer right there, community organizer and co-founder of Moving Arts Española, a youth center that focuses on the arts, music and dance. Well, he was a former major dancer, so and he's a painter now. Montoyo is HIV positive. Like I said, he was diagnosed in 89 as a professional dancer in New York, and he now helms HIV education classes. He was a CNN hero as well in 2019 for his work. So I think to your point, this is somebody that used his story where he came from mm-hmm. being a dancer, being an artist, getting HIV positive, and turned it around, got involved in his district of New Mexico. He's not running right now at all. He's 59, I believe they stated, for president. But, you know, there's all sorts of ways to get involved on the smaller community level, mm-hmm. on the, and you can make a difference. And it sounds like he did exactly what you're talking about, Lincoln, is getting involved. But that is for issues awesome. that are about his story and how he could help being a young at the time, HIV positive person and how he could teach people. I think that's kind of good. We got to shout out to people like that. I think it's nice. 
Uh, okay, let's move on. I'm curious to know what you think of this. And then we have another story about uh, out-of-the-park sex, which I cannot wait to get to. <laughs> Our last two stories here. But there's a story right out right now that we'll begin with. Narcissists watch more porn than anyone else. All right, here we go. And this is a recent story, too. And I thought it was – I had to keep checking the date of when this was written and when the video of this all came out because I thought, well, aren't we all watching porn and at this particular time? But anyways, it goes, do you find yourself ditching dates and shags in favor of your right hand? Well, you could be a, a fucking narcissist. That's according to Dr. Romani <laughs> Dervasula, a clinical therapist who specializes in narcissistic behavior. In a recent video, she explained the correlation between pornographic consumption and narcissistic behavior and why these types of people are drawn to digital sex over that in real life. The architecture of narcissism fits well with what pornography delivers, she tells Men's Health. One of the core deficits in narcissism is a deficit in the capacity for intimacy. For narcissistic individuals, relationships largely serve as a tool to regulate their self-esteem, and so their relationships aren't really about love, reciprocity. Oh, I can never say that word. Reciprocity. (laughs) Thank you. Respect or mutuality, but rather with the narcissist getting what they want and need from another person. I don't know, Jeremy, you watch a lot of porn, and given that you're probably managing your time with covid but you watched a lot of porn before and you still would get together with people and i've been with you when a time when you were really open to having a relationship do you think your porn consumption makes you a narcissist i don't i mean i don't i I don't really believe that that statement but i guess it maybe it's been proven in certain cases but i I think that the consumption also, I mean, imagine the times that we're in where a lot of people are not getting together in general. So, I mean, then how would that factor into these, I guess, statistics or whatever information basing it off of? I just don't uh, find it validated, really. And I, I definitely don't think that it would be, I don't consider myself in that specific group or category just because I I think my consumption is the same as it was before and it doesn't really change based off of like where I'm at personally with myself I agree with you I think it's a weird time that this would even come out and I like I said I double checked and clicked over to the video where this therapist was talking about and it was like literally last week so this wasn't new this wasn't old where Mm -hmm. it was during the pandemic so i thought what that was my first thought like why would it why would somebody be asking about this or talking about this at this particular time when part of being safe in covid is abstaining and not having multiple partners and yeah i would say my porn consumption is probably the same if not a little bit more Mm -hmm. and in celebration i did get together i think i've talked a little bit about this one person that i've seen during covid that we've checked on each other's status and he's the only person and we did i carried from kylie minnow to the 
Biden Harris <laughs> victory to going to the Eagle with Cody. I did see this person and had pretty awesome sex. And it's interesting because he had a, a family brunch the next morning and said, would it be okay if I stayed over and showered? And I said, sure. And we had great sex. We're not ever, I can already tell, and I think he's already can tell, we're not looking, we, we really, he's really nice and respectful. We have great sex. It is kind of one of those fuck buddy situations. I think we genuinely like each other, but it's not ever going to turn into a relationship. Mm-hmm. And, but I didn't mind him spending the night. In fact, because I, th- I think he's a nice guy as well. I thought, sure. And we cuddled a little bit until I got hot and then I had to like go to the other side of the bed. Mm-hmm. But so I don't know if that was a lack of intimacy or, but it was, I was willing to, if I was really only about the sex, I would have kicked him out immediately. And I think I genuinely actually like him. So fuck off therapist. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Lincoln, what are your <laughs> thoughts when you hear this? Well, I do think that masturbation, if, have you guys been on the website called your brain on porn? No. It's like so an egg at, they show, right? Yeah, like look at it sometime. Because I do think that if you look at porn over and over and over again, it can warp your mind and limit how your expectations when there's actually a person in front of you. It's kind of like way back in the day when I was in therapy and I was in a very different relationship, my therapist taught to me about how, well, when you're single, you have complete control of your sexual activity. You can go out and find sex. You can have sex with multiple partners. You can have mm-hmm. sex the way you want to have sex. Um, and and like you just said, Steve, and get out of my bed if you're not, I don't want to cuddle. I just right. want to be alone now. So when you have a committed monogamous relationship, you could feel like you're missing out or you could feel like you're not get as satisfied as you are with the variety that you have when you're single or when you're watching porn and one minute you're in a four way and the next minute you're with some short guy and the next minute you're with a, you know, like that, that does warp our mind kind of like doing drugs and then having sex. I, I've, I've had a lot of people that have had issues with crystal meth and they have told me how it stretches the rubber band. And then once they get sober, it's like, it doesn't, work anymore like yeah and it takes time for them i'm not saying it's over forever i'm simply saying it takes time for them to train themselves back so yeah, i do I just, think i don't call that narcissistic it's part of it's part of it right i don't know i agree i wish you would they would have addressed it more and i really looked for this and maybe they did on the time frame that we're in and porn is one thing we all have to kind of get off on some way and I'm touched every time I get a lot of emails. We've had them on the show before. There's a lot of virtual classes that are being given. MMXNYC.com is one of them. They have things like the Bait Coach, which instructs you to ta- like use Tantra, which is a good way of the opposite of the rubber band effect that you're talking about, because it's about energy. There's one that I might take. uh, It's a series starting Wednesday about it's yoga based. It's going to be virtual given by this MMX crew about self sucking. And they said, 
even if you don't get there, you'll learn how to elongate your back. And apparently they say in this class description, it's not about having the biggest dick. Self-sucking, interestingly enough. So it's about different kind. You would know a little bit about this, Lincoln, because you teach Pilates. And so, I mean... Do you know about self-sucking? I'm, I, well, I'm all about extension, but I've never really put it under <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's curious. I, we, then we got to ask you, because you said this offline, and in this pandemic, it's actually worked in your favor, Lincoln, in a lot of ways. A lot of couples, whether it's celebrities, I keep up with a lot of different celebrities or things. The pandemic has... Kuamo Brown broke up with his fiance after 10 years. So even in our LGBTQ, you actually moved in with your partner, Peter, who we love, and are not feeling that you actually have come together and you were telling us how you've been having mind blowing partner out of the park sex. Sorry, out of the park sex. Right? We really, you know, I don't want to jinx it. So let's not over. Okay, all right. We're not. I I, I have to say, it's been um, really one. I mean, Peter and I's sex life has always been really good and we've always had fun, but there's something lately that the consistency of it feels very hot to me. Um, we, he did come out to California with me to see my mom about a month ago, just for five days. And we got to like play around in the backyard. It's still my mom's house. So doing it in the house felt weird, but doing adventure. I mean, you know, I'm I'm, I'm totally getting, yeah, but like that was second. Then I got home and I, Um, I go to this really great massage therapist that it's in his home. He had COVID at the very beginning. Um, I feel very safe with him, but I haven't gotten a a massage in like seven months. You know what I mean? Because who gets a massage? And I talk to him. He's like, I will do everything I can. He's been seeing clients. And I got a massage and it completely extended all my muscles again that I felt back in my body. And four days later, I was like, Peter, we're going to have a black party Saturday night. We're going to start at around seven. We're going to put great lighting throughout the house. We did no porn. It was all lighting and music and him and I, a little bit of pot, a little here and there. And we played until almost three o'clock in the morning. And we had such a genuinely, and it wasn't like, I love you. I love you. You know, it wasn't goofy. It wasn't like, it was just sexy and it was imaginative. Yeah. And it was intimate and it was like trying different things. And I actually, I I don't want to go too far, but I was, (laughs) I, it was just really fun. Let's just put it that way. (laughs) Well, keep it up, keep it up. Report back when you want. I love it. I'm glad that's <laughs> happening. You know, I just want to shout out to a guest I had on last week on Tags Live, Brian Bennett, who in this pandemic came up with the Porta Glory. It's a portable glory hole. He's actually giving one to me, and it goes into okay. your door, and he can customize them for you. It's so cool. And he thought of it in this pandemic when he read a New York Health recommendation that you can still have sex. And the New York Health document actually stated 
perhaps sex between walls. Well, what does that mean? <laughs> Glory holes, right? Because so I had this whole idea where I want it in my bathroom and I if I'll have somebody over, they can come up. I'll say go right into the bathroom. You'll see the portal glory just go underneath. They can wash their hands and I'll seal it on the bottom because you can seal mm -hmm. it down there. Then we can have fun. And this way they're not in my apartment roaming around, right? I have control of them. When we're done, they could shower. I could put out a nice towel for them. They could wash their hands again and I'll go behind my curtain in my bedroom and they can leave and... It's a great time to be had by all. So Porta Glory, it's you can go to portaglory.club and get 20% off if you just mentioned Tag's podcast. He's giving us a discount. I think it would be a great Christmas present. I think you need one, Lincoln, to continue your black party. I'm in. All right, all right. <laughs> I love it. Well, this has been a lot of fun. Congratulations to the United States of America. Let's hope yes. the drama subsides a little bit, but brace yourself, you guys. I think it's going to be a bumpy ride as we head, but we can do it. We can do it. Jeremy Ross Lopez, thank you so much. Of course. Always a pleasure. Yep. You can follow Jeremy at jrosslopez on Instagram. Lincoln, continue to have be with your mom. Our thoughts and prayers are with yeah. you. Sure. I appreciate that a lot. You can follow him at Mad Lincoln on Instagram, but also follow his protein bakery, which is at Protein Bakery. Thanks, you guys. A lot of fun. Let's keep trudging along here. Definitely. Yeah. Continue yeah. to be safe. Wear your mask. Wash your hands, but keep it sexy like Lincoln. <laughs> we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.